In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the second week of Lent. Today being the 15th day of March 2022. Together we call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is There is Hope for All. There is Hope for All. The first reading today is taken from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 1, from verse 10, and verse 16 to verse 20. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 23, from verse 1 to verse 12. Dear children of God, there is hope for all. Yes, there is still hope for everyone. There is indeed hope for everyone. Only yesterday, I saw a picture of Reverend Father Moses Ibn Idris, a priest recently ordained for the Diocese of Jalingo in Taraba State, whose father is an Islamic cleric. And under this picture, someone commented, there is hope that religious tolerance is close at hand. Religious tolerance can still be a reality in Nigeria. This is the opinion of this person informed by this picture of a Catholic clergy and an Islamic cleric from one family, the father and the son. Dear children of God, this person must have imagined in the past whether religious tolerance can be a reality in Nigeria. But this picture has given him or her the hope, the assurance, the courage to indeed envision a time, and not far from now, that there will be true religious tolerance all across the country. The readings of today are also indicative of the hope we all have in God. Believers and unbelievers alike. In the gospel reading, Jesus addressed his own disciples to learn not to be like the Pharisees who live in pretense who live their religious life in order to be appealing to people and to be popular among the people rather than living their lives to please God. And he encouraged them never to be that way. He said to them, amongst other things, that they must learn to humble themselves, 
in total submission to the will of God and in service of their fellow human beings. And he will tell them, the greatest among them must become the servant of all. And in conclusion, he said, those who humble themselves shall be exalted. And those who exalt themselves shall be humbled. On the other hand, God, through the prophet Isaiah, speaks today to the people of Sodom and to the people of Gomorrah. These are people of a pagan descent, the Gentiles, those who are rejected and excluded, if you like, from God's mercy, from God's work of salvation, as understood in the Old Testament era. And here is Isaiah addressing them that there is still hope for them. God himself is inviting them to a table of dialogue. He says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. You can imagine that. That a people considered to have been condemned by God and rejected by God are being invited by God. They are not the one coming to God to seek for mercy. God is inviting them to a round table to discuss, to reason this. Yes. This is a sign of hope. This is a sign of hope that there is hope for all. Both the righteous and the unrighteous. Both the saint and for the sinner, both for the addict and those living in virtue, there is hope. There is hope that the politician who has led all his life embezzling the resources of the public, deceiving people, can see be saved. There is hope that the prostitute can experience mercy from God, not from man. There is hope that we religious leaders that have lost a bearing in God and are misleading people can still experience God's forgiveness and a total reconciliation with Him. There is hope that that husband who is no longer faithful, who is molesting his wife, who has been abusing people, who have neglected his parental responsibility towards his children, can actually be changed, forgiven, if he will accept to come to the to, to the, 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 the table of discussion to the table of dialogue to which God is inviting him there is hope for that woman who has not led a worthy Christian life yes dear child of God there is hope for the Flanny Hesman there is hope for the Boko Haramist there is hope for the Russians there is hope for the people of Ukraine who might have gone the wrong way God is inviting every one of us God is calling upon the sinners and the saints are you a christian making effort to live a good godly life god encourages you today keep 
on doing that which is good. Do not be misled by the attitude of the Pharisees of your generation and time. Ministers who will only, you know, emphasize miracles, signs, and wonders, even doing this using the powers and the forces of the kingdom of darkness just to be popular among men. Don't be carried away by those who live their Christian life in order to show off. That they are the true children of God, while others are not. Meanwhile, in truth and in spirit, their hearts are far away from God. God is saying to you, dear child of God, do not be misled. Be firm, be humble, be of service to one another. And do you think you are unworthy of God? Do you think you have gone astray? Do you feel condemned by God? Do you feel condemned by the society? Do you feel that you are too filthy to be called a child of God? God is also saying to you, you are still my son, you are still my daughter. Come, let us reason this over. Come, that I may cleanse you. Come, that I may wash you. All that is needed is... Turn away from sin, as Isaiah would say, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your doing from before my eyes. This is the Lord speaking. And he says, cease to do evil, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. Yes, this is all that God demands of us. True repentance, turning away from evil and ungodliness, immorality, social injustice, oppression, wickedness, abuses, molestation, embezzlement, stealing, robbery, lying, condemning others, just to turn away from them. Come to the Lord. He will wash us clean and we shall be whole again. And then we can serve him in truth and in spirit. And look at it again. He says in concluding that very passage of Isaiah today, like Jesus also said in the gospel, he left a note of warning. God is leaving a note of warning for us. This may be your most opportune moment of God's salvation, of encountering God's mercy, of getting truly reconciled with God. It may not come again. Look at what Isaiah says. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And Jesus also said in the gospel, that whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. These two passages today ends on the note of warning. Dear child of God, dear brother, dear sister, are you a righteous person in your judgment? Or do you feel unworthy of God's holy name? The problem is not what you are now. The problem is what you've chosen to become after this moment. If you truly repent, you will experience salvation. You will experience the good of the land, the blessings of God. If you fail, God has also left us a note of warning. We pray that God will give us the grace 
not to rebel against him, but to submit ourselves very readily to him by accepting his will and living according to his detects, so that we may find joy, we may find fulfillment, and enjoy his blessings in the land of the living through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.